2: now
4: All right folks, welcome to Nino's Corner.tv. This is the YouTube version. We just did the dirty version on Nino's Corner.tv. <laughs> that, that, that was about 45 minutes long and I I think you dropped a lot of good <clears throat> insight and information on there. That's on Nino's Corner.tv folks. Uh this will be the edited version. Uh hopefully does I don't need to send this one editing but Jim is going to give us, Jim Willie's is going to give us his perspective of the battlefront, the financial battlefront through his eyes. And he's an expert <clears> on this. I trust him fully. So, uh, Jim, thank you for joining me. Also, he's the newsletter editor of golden-jackass.com, golden-jackass.com. But before you get started, Jim, let me knock this out. Virtual Shield One, folks, Virtual Shield One. Millions of Americans' personal data is being exposed in a global cyber attack. Both the United States government and its citizens are being hit with massive global attacks that's reportedly exploiting a vulnerability in widely used software. It's believed that Chinese or Russian-affiliated hackers, and I have questions about that, are behind the attacks in an espionage attempt. What's worse is that hundreds of organizations around the world have been hit with the same cyber attack. This is why I highly recommend Virtual Shield One, folks. I use it every. I will use it on my computer. I use it on my cell phone. Virtual Shield One helps securely protect your data from cyber attacks like this one and many others, including data leaks. Everyone should use this protection suit because uh, because it allows you to browse the web with confidence and protect your online identity, which is more important now than ever. This comprehensive solution includes Virtual Shield 1 VPN, identity protection, social security protection, dark web monitoring, malware, and ad blocking, fast speeds, and an ability to help remove your name from the internet and anonymity for all-around security and privacy. Sign up for Virtual Shield 1 using my link down below. Hit the link below, folks, and get a 60-day risk-free trial of Virtual Shield 1, which comes with unlimited access to Virtual Shields vps across all your devices malware and ad blocking identity protection one million in insurance 24 7 customer support and much much more go to virtual shield one folks hit the link below and get yourself started with this trust me it's worth it i use it that's how i card i started a second youtube channel all right jim let's get started yeah what's your perspective of what's going on i know we went over a lot on nino's corner.tv there's a lot we just dived into but Let's make this YouTube friendly. And-,
5: and let me focus on the internal U.S. dollar and banking and bond problem and the external U.S. treasury bond problem. Okay, I'll start, I'll start with internal. <clears throat> there have been numerous signals in the last several weeks that there's a lot of trouble in the U.S. government financial room numerous individual items like the federal reserve has informed the department of treasury that they no longer have any income to share everything they have is a loser it's a result of raising interest rates there's a very big item and that is canceled delayed and failed treasury auctions. Okay, this has never happened before. They've done delays, but we've never seen anything like this. It has been said that there are no buyers now for any of the G7 nations sovereign bonds. All the major nations are having difficulty selling Their version of sovereign bond. Ours is called treasury bond. In England, it's called the UK guilt. In Germany, it's called the Bund. There have been announcements of yield curve control. And that is their, let's just say, timid way of calling more quantitative easing. We are buying our own debt. Yield curve control is buying the long end, selling the short end, or reverse in order to avoid a flattened curve. There are so many individual stories. We are raising interest rates, which raises the commodity prices. And that brings about greater deficits. Where We had a debt ceiling argument debate a month and a half two months ago and it went on a lot longer than it should have and the inside scoop is it went longer because there might have been an undeclared default of the u.s government debt so behind closed doors there was a what moment and that's what caused some delays from the shock We must continue deficit spending or the entire economy will grind to a halt rather quickly. So we're in a bad spot here domestically. There's another hint. The primary bond dealers are under contract to buy whatever treasury bonds are not sold at auctions. Mm. Well, jeepers. Does that not mean they have to buy almost everything? So there are hidden arrangements with the Fed to buy the treasuries that very few bidders are buying. We're in trouble on the home front with treasury bonds. Furthermore, Japan dumped a quarter of a trillion dollars in a 12-month period of treasury bonds. Okay, we're not able to sell new treasury bonds, yet every six months or so, we're racking up another trillion in debt. Now, these are not censorable comments. These are black and white, real comments. I'm keeping it clean, and this is real. The U.S. government debt is in trouble. The deficits cannot be financed. We're going to monetize it ourselves, and we're going to get a reputation of running a Zimbabwe dollar operation. And a lot of people inside the United States don't quite comprehend this. Uh, they think, well, the dollar's all powerful. Oh, really? We're not able to conduct treasury auctions. We just canceled a few. We delayed and delayed. We had one and it wasn't very successful. Okay. There's a lot going on. And, and just amidst all that, the plan of the JP Morgan superbank seems to be stalled. I think it's derailed, but let's just call it stalled. Because J.P. Morgan might have a bad case of indigestion after taking Silicon Valley Bank, First Heritage Bank, and First Republic Bank. So you're saying this is, well. this
4: is stalled. It's stopped right now. It, we would have seen it persist and just take off like gangbusters if it was really going to happen, right? We would see it I right haven't- now.
5: I haven't seen any more acquisitions by JP Morgan for over two months.
4: So what does that mean? Does that mean the big banks? So that's a, that's a halt in their plan for the big banks to buy up the gobble up the small banks and then switches to the digital, then switches to the digital dollar.
5: Yeah. I I think it is a a big delay. And it, it, and it, and it brings up an interesting point. It's called a, a federal uh, bank term. I can't remember the proper name. It's a new name. It's a term limit, a term limit banking facility. I call it the waiting room for bankruptcy. If they're having heavy activity in the, the temporary funding term limit facility, that means they're about to announce their bankruptcy in the following weeks because they can't manage things. There's a gigantic increase in the term limit facility usage, which means that a lot of banks are drawing on credit. It's really just borrowing money from the Fed um, some use the word "funny money," but I don't know whether it's a borrowing, or whether it's a uh, a gift, or whether it's monopoly money being spewed about. But we have big, big problems. Okay, I want to focus on the, the the main, not so much you know real estate and commercial loans and mortgages. I want to focus on U.S. government, the debt, the deficit, the bonds, financing, the big banks. They're all in trouble. They're all in very, very big trouble. And it's not sustainable. Some people, I think, very myopically, like Mr. Magoo, think, well, golly, well, it'll all work out in a few months. No, not, not this time. Not this time. We're not working it out. Okay. That's the domestic side in a nutshell. And I'm, I'm leaving a lot out. Um, I'm, I'm leaving a, a tremendous amount of, of details out. But the point is that we're running up deficits of a trillion dollars every six months we had a sequence of presidencies that doubled the debt the foreigners are now thinking and saying we'll never be repaid for our debt for our bonds we own your debt switch to the yuan the switch to the yuan switch to gold um the foreigners are quite critical I'm migrating now to the foreign side. They're quite critical of the U.S. Treasuries and the issuance. And I heard a story, and I did not get a follow-up. Nino, I do my best. I say, if you can follow up on that, if anything more down the road, like in a couple of days, let me know. And then I ask other people, did you hear anything about that? So I'm trying to get an echo. I heard that there were some foreign entities that sold a batch of treasury bonds for 40 cents on the dollar. Okay. I think we're in default right now.
4: So we're in free fall right now.
5: Uh, yeah, but it's not very well identified. Free fall is a, you know, a colloquial term. Let's just keep it clean. We're in big, big trouble and we might have entered the early stages of debt default. I think this debt ceiling controversy went on for a long time because of the debt default. The treasury bonds now, we have to buy them ourselves. That's, you can't just say it's a bad sign. It, it's endemic of something. Why are we buying our own debt? Cause nobody else wants it. Uh, you know, one guy told me a few days ago, a smart client, and I heard this from one of my colleagues, the U S government will never permit a debt default. Okay, we just print money to cover it. What if no one wants it? No one wants a treasury bond. Fine, we don't have a default. We have a Mickey Mouse bond. And remember, our dollar is built upon the do- the bond foundation. The dollar is built upon the do- the bond foundation. So if we have a, a rejected bond, what's our currency? Okay, we're in big big trouble. We cannot finance our debt. We're, we're having a war with the European banks. We're raising rates to harm European banks because we're at risk of derivative failure for the bonds. Interest rate sh- swaps are called. We're trying to get the Europeans to default on their derivatives first. Okay. We're in trouble. We're trying to get them harmed before us. So some of their trillions can come to our banks and buy us more time. We're in big trouble in bond land and bank land. Oh my gosh. So and this and, to know, me
4: is like when I was like a kid and my dad would say, I'm going to whip you with the belt. And I would try to buy time by like running around the table or I like go <laughs> hiding in the closet or something. still come and get me. I still got the ass whooping. I mean, it still happens. So that's where we're at right now. We're running around the table. We're doing distractions. We're trying to get away from the inevitable.
5: <laughs> Yeah, and and if you like that analogy, let me run with it. And there are many other parties, persons, running around the table, and they're pushing us out of the room. And that is where the big risk is, because we use treasury bills, Nino, treasury bills, you know, the short term, to pay for imports.
4: Let's talk about That's for a second on here risk. on the YouTube channel, um, which we went into great detail on my Nino's Corner TV. But let's talk for a second on how they're going to come after our money, the IRS agents. How are they going to come after our money? Uh, you said twenty percent of our bank accounts will be a fee uh, to switch over to this if, new currency. I mean, how is this going to work? If
5: they, okay, first of all, I don't have a lot of faith. I'm not sure at all that we're going to go to a digital currency in the United States. Because a digital currency, you cannot say, well, this is only going to be used for domestic purposes. Well, you can't control the border. Someone has a digital currency and he's got access while he's in England and they want to use it. There's no, there's no border for a digital currency. I don't think we're going to go there. If we did, it would be forced to get that 20% fee. All right, you got $100,000, flat number out there. You got $100,000 and you got three bank accounts. Well, now you got 80 in three bank accounts, and that's the fee that they said was for the overhead and for the services and all the, you know, paying for the, the, the function and paying for the foundation and paying for the equipment. It's all bullshit. Sorry. I don't believe it's legitimate. All right. I think it's more like a tax. I'm getting into some touchy touchy ground here, but you know, you you brought this up, Nino. I'm I, know, getting I know. Ready let's, to let's go say, over. We'll, Let's just leave okay. that for leave I, that for the, I, the dot TV. Let man, me, let me wanna... just let me just close that little open book by saying I'm not so sure foreign nations will accept our digital currency and I'm not sure that it would last really long even domestically inside the United States. I think it's got a lot of problems, and let's just leave it at that. Let me, let me go over to my foreign side here, because this is where it gets really interesting, really dicey, really fast. The center of global payment systems has a nucleus of energy, oil and gas, and gas has, you know, the regular gaseous type, but also liquefied natural gas. Two months ago, it was sometime around May or so, I'm not exactly sure, April and May, the Chinese and the Saudis worked a deal. And the Saudis announced that they were going to accept Chinese yuan for their oil shipments and for their petrochemical shipments. And then it became quite obvious that they were soft-soaping it and with the saudis and the uae that's their their cousins joined at the hip saudis a big
2: Order now
1: SpiderFlare.com.
5: Population. UAE is a big producer of oil, but a small population. They got seven little like city states. They call them the Emirates. Um, the Saudis and the UAE really announced that they're ditching and abandoning the petrodollar. They're not going to, they're not going to on a widespread basis. They now want Yuan. They now want Chinese Yuan. So it's game and, over. And it, for it got, I think it is. And let me explain why, because this has got many moving parts and they're all connected. First of all, <clears throat> whatever the Saudis and UAE do, the rest of the Gulf does, the oil producers of Bahrain, Oman, Qatar, Kuwait, Kuwait announced they're all in for the Yuan. They, what they've done is that they've announced the end of the petrodollar. The Saudis announced the end of the petrodollar. I'm repeating myself because it's so important. Now, look for evidence. <clears throat> in France, two months ago, they had a big UAE gas deal in the form of LNG, and the contract is for payment and yuan. The France, France has a deal to pay. The Gulf Arabs for gas in you, in Yuan. Oh my gosh. So there are two sides to the spread. Whatever the Saudi UAE team does, the entire Gulf monarchies do. And, and extend that up to Iraq. They're now doing Yuan. They're not doing any dollar. They actually in Iraq removed all the dollars in their banking system. Okay. That's the Gulf Arab phenomenon. Furthermore. The Saudis are the lead dog in OPEC, Saudi and UAE. So now all the non-Arab nations like Venezuela, Nigeria, and Indonesia, they're also going to the yuan. What we've got now is a falling of all the dominoes in the Gulf Arab region and in the OPEC region, the OPEC cartel. They're all now full-on yuan. Now, Americans might think, well, gee, that's interesting. Well, it's far more than interesting because a country like France, if they have more oil shipments from Saudi UAE, they're going to be in yuan. And if they've got others, say, from Iraq, a little bit, small percentage, that's going to be in yuan. So guess what France is going to do in their banking system? They're going to divest treasury bonds. And they're going to buy no more. That's an ally. Nino, I bring up France because that's an ally. That is danger land, danger. They're not going to buy any more treasury bonds. This is an ally. So, what has happened with the Saudi announcement, we're going full on with the Petro Yuan, is that all of their customers, all their client states, will divest treasury bonds and not buy anymore. So that means we're very, very close to a formal debt default for the bond. What
4: is it? What about our ports here in America? I know we talked about this on, on NinosCorner.tv and I know we could talk about it here. What about our ports here in America if our dollar is no good? What about our, what about, uh, the ports for imports?
5: The unit of importance. Let's just focus on Long Beach, California. The unit is the treasury bill. Okay, if someone is looking to get paid for a shipment coming into Long Beach, they're not going to want to become a bond investor. They want like a three-month treasury bill or a one-month treasury bill, and it's considered cash. I I, I know it's not cash, but it's considered cash because you got a very short-term period where you can bring it back to your home currency and remove it from your books. So it acts like cash but it's really not cash cuz it's so short term. Now, that's just definition. In Long Beach, I'm hearing I got I got to be careful with my words here. I'm hearing that in Long Beach the countries sending us product are not accepting the treasury bill and we're in a tough spot. Oh boy. And let's just let me just I'm very careful with my words we're being told – now, it's up to you to believe it or not. We're being told that the problem in Long Beach is a dock worker strike. We're being told that. So let's leave that because it's controversial.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's not go there. The
5: Treasury bill is the unit for cash payment in trade, and I'm not very clear or confident that it will continue to be in widespread usage. Which means all those countries that are shipping to the U.S., they're going to be accumulating Chinese yuan, Chinese bonds, because they're going to get ready for their next oil shipment. This is, okay, it's like 30% of global payments are for oil and gas, 30%. So it's a dominant piece, and that's why OPEC is so important. And remember, OPEC is a lot more than Gulf Arabs. I men- mentioned them. Indonesia, Venezuela, Nigeria. That's Asia, Africa, South America. They follow the Saudis. And guess who's running that show? But Russia. They, they sometimes new use a term called OPEC plus. The plus is for Russia. And, you know, the plus you'd think is like an attachment. Oh, right. no, no. They're holding the leash. They're holding the reins. Russia's running OPEC. And Russia was involved in the decision with Saudi to go full Petro-Yuan. This is, unfortunately for the United States, is Russian vengeance. Okay? Now, leave Ukraine out of the picture entirely. I no interest at all in talking about it. What Russia is doing right now is they're imposing their will with OPEC, which they have control over, and China is at their side. We have two very large adversaries now, Russia and China, and we cannot we cannot win a financial war with them. What we can do is win a standoff, and this is where I'm I differ from a lot of people, a lot of analysts. Some analysts say that the dollar will never lose its place. Others are saying the dollar is going to just completely go away and be discarded. I'm saying something different that I'm surprised others are not saying, you know, the dollar is going to have to share the stage. In global trade for payments, it'll be the yuan, it'll be the dollar, and in their own little corner, it'll be the Russian ruble. Nothing is going to stop the Russians from using the ruble with all the, you know, the the former Soviet republics, the stands, you know, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, um, Kazakhstan, um, what's other, Kyrgyzstan, Turkmenistan, the stands. Okay, they'll be using the ruble. They'll be using whatever they choose, a digital version. Well, I don't know. I don't care. I do care, but I'm not going to focus on it in this conversation. The point is that the oil trade. Is going to dictate banking policy for our allied nations, and they're going to divest the treasury bond. And in order to prevent some big problems, both with the market with bonds and with, say, you know, diplomatic relations, um, you know, at the point of a gun, um, they're not going to dump their treasury bonds real fast in a divestiture. They're going to hang on to some. And I think they're going to lie about how quickly they're going to sell their treasury bonds. Okay, Watch France, because France is falling apart. The one country in France that is in absolute turmoil, I don't want to get into details, uh, but France is upside down. Their police are not behind the government now. This is a very dangerous situation. So watch their banks. Watch it. See if they go full on you want. Watch if they announce a big oil deal with so Iraq. We, we
4: could be France in the next few months with with the chaos that's hitting there, right? I mean, with the way this is it, projected? It,
5: it it could be. it Yeah, Nino, you know, it, it could be. But remember, when we're throwing volleys out at the European banks, we're going to be encouraging some of their money to fly over here.
4: So right now we're and, just and th- prolonging the inevitable. It's coming.
5: There's no stopping it. And and the when I read in April that the Saudis were going full on petro yuan, petro yuan, my conclusion was it's game over, game over, just a matter of time, game over. This is it because it's thirty percent of the global trade. Banking systems cater to energy. What what will France do if they cannot get their oil and gas imports? The fold. Collapse. So they're going to cater to their energy purchases. And that means they're going to alter their banking policy. They're not going to be buying any treasury bonds. They sold, here's just a hint. Last year, when, when Japan sold $238 billion over a 12 month period of treasury bonds, France sold 70. Jeez. Wow. It's just this
4: is terrifying. our ally. Yeah. It's
5: terrifying. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I don't, okay, we got to be careful, but. Let's just say that we are prolonging the the inevitable. The inevitable is a bond default, but it's not going to be called a default. It's going to be a boycott. I'm calling it the bond boycott. We're not going to have any buyers, and we're going to go Zimbabwe and print money and cover it. We're going to monetize. Hey, look, we've already gone through a ten-year period. It's called quantitative easing. It's all out there in the public domain. Quantitative, quantitative easing is a nice name for printing an excess of money and not doing sterilized monetization, sterilized purchasing of your own debt. We did not sterilize, which meant so how much? How much time? More- let's just
4: how much time do you think we got, Jim? Like, if you had a guess, like how much time do we got till it's really bad, like France bad? <clears throat>
5: I, I don't know I I want to give you not a sassy-
4: years not obviously not years we're talking you know, I,
5: I want to give you a sassy answer. It depends on how you define pie know uh, I'm playing with you I, I, you know if you try to get if you try to get a serious answer out of the Department of Treasury at a federal open market committee meeting, you do not get one if you ask them when are you going to stop raising interest rates they won't tell you if you try to read the tea leaves with the uh, the fed funds futures you don't get a really good indication you get changing winds there if you ask them how are you managing the money supply they'll change they'll change topic and talk about the yield curve control <clears throat> so when, when you're wondering how much time do we have before we go mad max like France and the United States, I say it depends on how you define pie. I and mean, I don't really know, but you know, you're a big guy. If you put me in a headlock and you said, Jim, you got to give me an answer before I let you out where you can breathe easy, <laughs> I would say before the end of the year, Aye. I don't see things that's, holding that's together. That's
4: exactly what I'm hearing from other people, man. But you're putting it into uh, now,
5: uh, that, I've done other talks where I bring out my eight vectors, like closing in on Biden with documents, whatever. Um, the Treasury bonds having trouble with the auctions, foreign selling a treasury bond, the big banks uh really indicating their insolvency. Uh, awareness on health matters, far more awareness, the foreigners working on a de-dollarized concept, foreign allied nations making deals with the Gulf Arabs, everything in my vectors. And I remember in your mathematics, a vector is a direction and a magnitude. It's an arrow that has like a length. All my vectors, and this is not a hard science, it's not a strict all my vectors are pointing to september october november okay and and what's interesting is that some of the vectors seem to be suspended okay well that was an issue four months ago not a whole lot of progress on that what seems to be suspended right now is the big bank problems and i'm i'm careful with my words the crisis among big banks and they're, they're they're pointing to things like you know, commercial real estate and commercial mortgages and difficulty in that and home mortgage applications that are 90% rejected. Okay, if the banks are seeing these symptoms, then my personal belief in a direct logical sequence is the big banks are, are in big trouble, not because of their symptoms. The symptoms are showing because they're in big trouble.
4: Jim, where can people find you? Golden, golden jackasscom Folks, go to Nino's Corner to get the the the, the real in-depth dirty version of this. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we call it the
5: dirty. And version. I gotta say that that I don't I don't use vulgarity like my host. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Jim, I, I love having you on, man. This is the YouTube version. Folks, we go in-depth in depth in Nino's Corner TV. We talk about things you would never hear on here, and then uh he takes us down the rabbit hole. I think you took us pretty far down the rabbit hole.
5: <laughs> I, I I did my best in exposing some very high-risk elements to our global situation, and it's, right. it's mostly financial. I didn't right. talk about war. I didn't right. talk about war at all. This is all finance, and it's all a collapse of what I call the king dollar era.
4: <laughs> all right. I'm going to put this up on YouTube tonight, Jim, so let me get busy on okay. it. Thank you. Golden hyphen folks he's the editor of the newsletter there golden hyphen jackass.com jim thank you
5: <laughs> thanks and uh you know i also have con- consult uh services and i i make it very easy for wealthy people to help me out with a sponsor and i got a couple this week nino and i tell you i fell to my knees my knees yeah
4: that's how you, that's
5: how rough my time is you you do
4: amazing work you do amazing work and i love having you on let's get you on in in, in about another week what do you think
5: another week yeah about a week
4: week, about a week or two let's talk about
5: all right all right i I don't like bugging you but if if no you 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 don't bug me let me know just let me know all right all right Jim. thank you okay
2: Order now